1: death was not your fault my parents deserved justice i cannot let that pass if you make yourself more than just a man then you become something else entirely oh, yes. a legend mr wayne master wayne are you coming back for long sir? As long as it takes to show the people of Gotham their city doesn't belong to the criminals and the corrupt. Bruce? Rachel? You were gone a long time. I know. But things are worse than ever down here. What chance does Gotham have when the good people do nothing? No a survival suit for advanced infantry. Kevlar utility harness, gas-powered magnetic grapple gun. What's that? I'm on the tumbler. you wouldn't be interested in that. I spent a lot of time being scared for you. I heard you were back. But the man I loved... The man who vanished never came back. He's here. Who?
0: Stronger, faster. I am Sebastian.
1: what you don't like falafel? And I'm Alex. <laughs> Guy dresses up like a bat. Clearly has issues. I'm Jordan. And I do like falafel, actually.
0: Oh good. <laughs> uh, and welcome it's to the view of Batman Begins. We're all we've been scattered to the three corners of the globe. Andrew's in the fourth, just making sure that nobody's up to shenanigans. But um and here we are. <laughs> so I haven't seen any of you in person for what feels like a lifetime. Can I assume you're both going well? Uh,
1: uh, yeah. Well well as a relative term. Let's just say yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed.
0: I just um gave in to one of the one of the horrible temptations of quarantine and I requested that my wife cut my hair. So Alex actually video called in while this was Oh, happening. no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw it. So what I've done now... Is, it's actually not too bad. It, it, it's pretty good considering, like, no experience. But what I've done is I've slicked it all back to what I call my evil businessman aesthetic. So I, I look some sort <laughs> of really low-rent Bond villain right now, which is exciting. I mean, that's all we, all we can do, right?
1: No. The bonus to not having to be near anybody is I can just kind of let it get as bad as it has and no one's really going to see it until i'm able to go and get a haircut anyway so i've not uh not come to that level yet i'm still uh still holding out for professionals
0: well, i'm back in the office that's my concern <laughs> like when i was working at home it wasn't too bad ah. and i made the whole like i'm growing my quarantine beard and then just looking in the mirror today and realizing <laughs> tomorrow i'll be at work i'm like i regretted that declaration because <laughs> <laughs> like I look so like. <laughs> um, yeah. I did think, though, and this is just me, I'm I'm very tempted to see if I can locate a blue turtleneck, because I think right now, with my hair and my beard, I'm a dead ringer for Captain Haddock from the Tintin series, which is good, <laughs> I'm going to say, that's a preference of mine. So, Batman Begins, I'm assuming we've all seen this before today, right?
1: Yeah. Seen it, seen it before? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think...
1: You know what just said? Sorry. Yeah. I'm having t- trouble hearing you, actually. Sorry.
0: I will start screaming as loud as I can. Obviously, oh. pick a big apologies <laughs> to everyone in regards to any sort of technical snafus that may occur um, in the foreseeable future. But obviously, you know, we're dealing with the same thing you're all dealing with, just uh, louder and more terrifying. Um, right? Is that yeah. Actually, all things considered, I looked at the stats. I and think It's so. doing really well at the moment. I heard some whispers they were talking about loosening our restrictions in the next two, three weeks or some shit, too, actually, which is shocking. Like,
1: Yeah, look, well, my, my view on that is um, if you go skydiving and you're, you, you've um, opened your parachute, do you close it once you're already landed or just before you've landed?
0: Yes. Oh, wait. That was not a yes or no question. I get what you're saying, and I will say, <laughs> yeah. If you guys have done any sort of reading on, like even the Spanish flu, which was like probably the last time the world was anywhere you know, close to what we're going through now, I, th- I think actually I'd have to double check the stats. But Spanish flu may have actually been worse from memory, but they actually had a period where they pulled back and <laughs> on what they were doing to handle it, and actually had a second wave that was very bad. Um, yeah, but we've not. We've, been pretty okay in australia like i don't want to dedicate the fucking batman podcast to this bloody pandemic but you know we are gonna (laughs) i
1: I mean Uh, it seems like something that's gonna definitely be like in waves i think the the longer we just hold out on loosening anything the better is my personal opinion but that's just me yeah i I 100 percent agree and even once this is all over like just stay a meter and a half away from me please fuck off (laughs) That, Please don't ever come near me.
0: <laughs> that actually raises a thing. And I was, I was speaking to my wife about this and I'm just, just curious. Like I do wonder, let's say this goes on for another, you know, three, four months, which I think is, I think is meant to be a conservative estimate, but then, you know, like I said, the government's talking about maybe- three no, I feel
1: like there. that's reasonable.
0: Yeah. Um, do you think that just going through this and having people be isolated so much and hating it, is this going to be an overall change, at least in Australia specifically, to the work culture, like, I mean, it's kind of, no one says come to work sick, but everyone, mm. no, I've never had a manager who, I mean, I know managers sometimes don't care if you're sick, like, that's fine, you're sick, you know, it is what it is, but there's always a level above them that might give a fuck, and I'm kind mm. of curious if mm-hmm. having this done, it's going to, you know, kind of ripple through and change things, Do they? will there be less of an expectation on people to just push through and do it like if you are sick will it just be more of a case of it could be get out yeah
1: i mean even just from like a perspective of coming to work like i was having a chat with my like my boss the other day and she was just sort of saying like yeah like everyone's been like kind of impressed with how easily everyone's adjusted to like working from home that's like not something we've ever really tried or had the capacity to do before but then like once this is all over like they're gonna feel weird like telling everyone like yeah come back to work if we can all just do our jobs so easily from home
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i get that i mean i'm i i say this is like a partial complaint because if i have to shave and all that now but i'm i like being back at work because of what i'm doing like mm-hmm. i mean working from home i always liked as an idea like i would rather and once again this kind of goes to the culture I would much rather if I was a bit fluey or a bit nauseous one day, like I could work, but I'm not going to be comfortable. I would rather just work from home in that case. That way I don't have to make the trek into mm-hmm. the city and all that. But yeah. Yeah, then there's the uh, the question of <laughs> when this is all done, could I go back to that or not?
1: Yeah. See, I don't know question really. Like a lot me. of things are going to be, I think a lot of things are going to be different after the fact. Like it'll probably even just be small things. Like I don't, see things going back to exactly the way they were is like then we're just going to wind up back where we are now <laughs> yeah
0: yeah genuinely curious which hey has, has my volume just spiked for you guys by any chance can you hear me a bit better now it is definitely yes definitely louder and clearer. Ugh. yeah i just hit a button and now i can hear myself speak which is interesting so maybe i wasn't able to be heard for the first half of that episode who knows um <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they, they that was audible enough for them to hear the part where I said we're going to have technical issues.
1: <laughs> and
0: introducing Seb. Hey guys, it's me Seb. <laughs> I was just watching all like the wavelength, like all the bars. I'm like, wow, my bars are coming in at about three millimeters and everyone else is coming in at about three centimeters. It's like, there's a problem here. <laughs> <gone wrong. laughs> oh, well, too far gone. We're 10 minutes oh. in. It's happening. Um, <laughs> This is where we live now. This is at least it's fixed for the next the rest of the episode, so that's fine. Um, very true. All right, Batman begins. So this is debated. We're here with-
1: finally in the trilogy. This yeah. is the real trilogy. Like people people say the trilogy, and you think they're talking about like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. This is the trilogy. We're we're there now.
0: This is this definitely is a very consistently yeah in quality trilogy. Although I'd argue the Lord of the Rings was pretty consistent in quality, I guess. Just not Star Wars, man. I just yeah. can't, I can't say that all all the three original Star Wars movies were just as good as each other. Like I can't. I just can't. <laughs> I wish I could. Um, Why not? I just the words literally won't come out. I go to do it and it's like Spanish and I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm saying. Um. So yeah, yeah. this film is. Kind of good in a sense that it led to the wonderful trilogy that is the, well, the dark Knight trilogy, which we had to talk about for the next three weeks, but also bad because no. it also is the film that kind of set the DC universe up to be less than spectacular. Um, yeah, that's for sure. Cause like, they they that to themselves. Yes. Yeah. This taught them a lot Warner brothers in particular, a lot of things about what makes a successful film. And then they were like, yeah, but I don't want to hear the whole picture. It's just the it's just the color scale, right? <laughs> That's the thing that people want. The color scale. And um you know then we get the uh, the Man of Steel film. We don't need
1: we don't need the great writing, we don't need the relatable and enjoyable characters.
0: It just needs to look nice yeah, we, and be kind of dark, you know? We definitely don't that need any good villains either. <laughs> like, fuck that. Right? <laughs> um so it's kind of weird that this film's success actually kind of also led to the downfall of their future products. But I suppose you could find examples. Well, of that's...
1: Well, 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 we'll always have these ones. It's okay.
0: Yes. And thank God they're not actually attached to the rest of the, the schlock that came out afterwards. Like you can just enjoy them as their own standalone piece. <laughs> thank God.
1: Very true. That's also very true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Christian Bale stepped in. Now he's from England, isn't he? Cause I remember that being a bit of an issue when the film first came out and was like, what you buy, going mm. to cast a British Batman. That's, Bollocks! I imagine people would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine that wouldn't. Wouldn't the people who speak like that be kind of happy about it? Oh shit! Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh right, oh <laughs> it's it's the Batman we've all come to know and love, the good one, the English chap." And then all the Americans were like, I can't, "I'm not doing another accent.
1: <laughs> I can barely." You've gone and casted a British Batman.
0: Fake news. <laughs> oh, didn't. But wait, Daniel Craig is Daniel Craig American? Because they cast an no, he's American... he's British too, isn't he? Is he actually? I mean, he should be. Or is be. he American?
1: I don't know, because I, I know in like that Knives Out movie that came out a couple months ago, he seems very British in that, but I don't know whether that's the real him or whether American Bondman is real him.
0: Yeah. Well, he's meant to be British Bondman. No, he's an English actor. Okay. I, for some reason, had in my mind that he was from the US, but he's not. He's definitely from England. He's from Chester in the UK. So... Chester. Chester. Never heard of it. You got to say it with an accent, though; otherwise, you're saying it wrong. Worcester? No, just Chester. It says Chester, United Kingdom. Huh? I'm clicking there it. There you go. They have a cathedral. <laughs> Ooh, well, there you go. Wow. And they're. Time sold. Yep. Um, is Chester in England or Wales? Chester is in England. There we go. Thank you, Google, for giving me these fun facts about <laughs> Brilliant. Chester. Brilliant. <laughs> um. It's- Yeah, so people were a bit uh, miffed at first about the idea of a British uh, Batman, not realising that actors can do accents, and he did. (laughs) So, crisis (laughs) averted. I I guess.
1: I honestly didn't know that he wasn't American, so when I heard him speak with a British accent, I was like, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah, interviews with him are genuinely weird, aren't they? Like, when he's not in character at all.
1: Um, yeah i didn't know he was british until that like video leaked of him like going off on that guy and he goes like full brit
0: oh in um the terminator <laughs> set yeah yeah he's actually he's i mean well regarded actor and well regarded in a sense because he keeps doing christopher nolan films like he's done a few of them which is yeah obviously keeps him in there i <laughs> they f- seem to work
1: well together yeah
0: um you guys seen the prestige I don't know if I have seen that one, actually. Holy shit. Stop what you're doing. Just kidding. Continue the episode. But you need to watch... Wait. The Uh, the Prestige. The Prestige. Yeah. So... I'm mm, no, no, not that. going to spoil Hugh anything. Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, Michael Caine's another one who's a regular with all these Christopher Nolan films. Oh, Michael, Michael. Kane. Michael Caine. Michael um, Caine. Don't read anything up on it, guys. Just going to so you know it's a movie about magicians. Oh, no, but I'm
1: already on the IMDb page, man. I know, but there's, you there, could have told me this twenty seconds ago. <laughs>
0: there are spoilers. <laughs> oh, as long as you don't read in depth, you will be fine. But it's one of those. I'm just reading like read the in basic Johnny pages. Depp. What was that doze about Johnny Depp? What, what nonsense are you bringing to uh, the table? In Johnny Depp. Ugh, get out. Um <laughs> Yo, know, the prestige You're is welcome. bloody fantastic. I will actually say on that note. That does sound pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's even if the description, it is interesting, but even if the description doesn't carry you, it is uh, so good.
1: And David Bowie. David ah, Bowie.
0: Man. Yep. Um, it's, it's incredible. It's one of my favorite films. I was going to say as well. Now, Let's do some let's do our washing in front of everyone. A lot of our films have been pushed back or cancelled this year because of COVID. I've had a request come through to ask if we can add a film to our list. And I said I'll discuss it, so we're gonna do that now. <laughs> um but we've got oh, Okay. We're, we're,
1: we're, Save yeah. it for the board meeting, Seb.
0: No, this is the board meeting. It's all <laughs> it's all on the table. But guys, how do you feel about adding, as per request, a night at the Roxbury? Dead silence. Dead, absolute dead um, silence from that. It's an always yes from me. Oh, thank God. We've well, we got two two votes. Jordan, what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I've only ever seen it maybe once, and it was quite a while ago, so I don't have a lot of uh, lot of memory for it, so i mean.
0: I just think it might be a, a nice little fun one that we can slide in. Um, but I reckon we'll add The Prestige as well, because... It's got a lot of the actors from this film in it. And honestly, it's, I mean, I I don't want to say this because I'll jinx it and you guys will hate it, but it's incredible. I fucking love that film Um, for reasons that I guess we can maybe discuss in the future, but there are, we we have a few slots that we now need to reconsider because a, a lot of films have just been, nothing's been canceled, but things have either been pushed back to late at the end of the year or next year. And if it hits a point where we've got 10 films that we're meant to be reviewing coming out within the span of two weeks, it's also just going to be undoable. So yeah, um, we'll have to <laughs> yeah. do that. The only things I'm really hanging on to are the Ghostbusters film, which also got pushed back. <laughs> but yeah. Like, is there anything know. left
1: that is coming out? Like what do I have to look forward to in my life?
0: Oh, uh, Black Widow, but it probably would have been like one of their B-level ones anyway, but it might be okay. There's Ghostbusters. Mm. There was the new James Bond, but you guys didn't like the old ones, so I can't imagine that's too exciting for you. Yeah, pass. Um, there, there's a, there's a I bunch. I
1: didn't mind
0: them. Oh, I didn't mind them either. I'm just, I'm just saying like, you weren't all super chuffed about them either. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how could you be? <laughs> so... Yeah, we've got a, a lot of vacancies, which is why I said, you know, when, when they came to me and said, hey, can you slaughter Night at the Roxbury? I was like, well, listen, I'm okay with that. I'm always okay with that. But I also don't want to damn you all without your consent. Because <laughs> I don't think Andrew likes that <laughs> film, which is why it will be very amusing to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, majority rules. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: I just needed, I really, I would have taken it with a 50-50 split. I was like, well, that's close enough. <laughs> Because <laughs> the fans vote counts for one too, right? We get five. Um Yep. So yeah, we'll we'll have a bit of a chat about that one off air, but I just thought in regards everyone know stuff that we've spoken about that might be coming up, there might be some pushback because if they're not coming out, guys, we can't review them. I know shock horror, but that is yeah. the reality of the situation. Um But this film has come out because it came out pre-COVID and we got a Batman film, which is exciting, <laughs> right? <you're> quite <laughs> <far>. <laughs> Um. yeah so this is probably my least watched out of the trilogy but I think it's my second favorite oh, which is same, weird I had the
1: same thing when I was in my when I was kind of taking notes down I was like it's definitely the one that I've come back to the least but then like after watching it this time around I, I don't know why because it's really good
0: <laughs> yeah no it's really it's, really good I just think that when the it dark does slap. oh sorry does I said it does slap oh absolutely <laughs> I just think that when the Dark Knight came out that was kind of a, a game changer kind of for the blew genre. it all away, yeah. yeah. And Definitely. everyone was like, oh my God, it's incredible. And then because of that hype, yeah. when the Dark Knight Rises came out, everyone was super psyched for it. And we'll, I mean, we'll talk about that in, in two more weeks time, I guess. But I think from memory, without having rewatched the Dark Knight Rises, you know, yet in this little series we're doing, I think this one's better. And... For me, at least. I think this is my second mm-hmm. favourite. And it's not that The Dark Knight Rises is bad, per se. I just think that this told a smaller story better, whereas The Dark Knight Rises told a bigger and more exciting story, just not as good, because they come from the ground. I think that's my, that's my memory going into it, that this film just did less, but what it did less, it did better.
1: That's a fair yeah. second, I think, yeah. I, I think I... Dark Knight Rises is still probably number two for me, even after this rewatch and realizing that this one's actually much better than I remember it, but it's, um, yeah, yeah. I think you're right though, it does tell like a, a smaller story, which helps because obviously you can, you know, get more in and get it in well rather than having to kind of rush, like not rush through everything, but kind of fit more in.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about it this next week, but one of the actresses does get replaced. So Katie Holmes played Rachel Dawes in this film. And I believe she gets replaced with, is it Maggie Gyllenhaal next week? Um,
1: yeah, I think, so, yeah.
0: Which is funny because they both had one movie each, but when watching this, I was like, who the fuck is that? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for some reason, the only Rachel is the one in my mind is the one that we get half a movie of as opposed to the one that we get a full movie of. Yeah. Here. But I don't know yeah. why that's the case. The only thing I can imagine is like when okay. Rooney got replaced in Iron Man, how we lost um, was it Terrence Howard we had originally, and then he got replaced with ah um, uh, terrible memory boy. But yeah, when he got replaced with um, Don Cheadle,
1: yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes,
0: yeah. And so I just I can't imagine it. So when you go back and watch Iron Man one, you're just like, who are you? What <laughs> is me. happening? Yeah. The things that Disney does when they go back on their films, it's incredible. They haven't gone back and actually just dropped in Don Cheadle into those films. have you oh god have you guys seen the hair thing that's coming up that's come up what oh my god okay so disney plus um i'm gonna find the film there's this old film um that on that's been added to disney plus and there's a bit in it where the man's talking to i'm trying to find the name of the film sorry where is it Um, there's a scene, it's the movie Splash, which stars Tom Hanks. He's talking to a mermaid, but she's on land and she's like legs and everything. Yeah. So she's completely naked, but you don't see anything in the movie originally. She turns around and runs and like swan dives into the water and her hair is like long and partially obscures her butt. Okay. What Disney has now done (laughs) because they've put this film onto their, onto their product and they want to maintain the PG rating on it, they have literally digitally extended her hair to go fully down to fully cover her butt. And you guys (laughs) know how... I never saw the movie Cats, but you know like the trailers for Cats, how all the cats had that real weird, they don't look real, but they're on the screen look to them? Yeah. The the butt-covering portion of her hair looks like that. And it's the weirdest bloody thing. And... Uh, anyway, oh, no. so I'm surprised if they go back to edit out Butt Cheeks that they haven't just edited Don Cheadle into Iron Man, is my point. I feel like that was <laughs> more in line with something that made sense rather than what they've actually done. Oh, well. Yep. Oh, God. It's going to be one of those days. Batman. Run Batman today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um,. Well, I guess we'll we'll start by going through the actual plot, unless anyone has any particular notes that are trivia or anything that they found interesting. They want to go ahead and start with. Um, <laughs> if not, I can I mean, think of. Nah. Yeah, That's right. We'll, we'll we'll jump ahead and do the go into the actual plot then. I guess.
1: So may as, well. may as well. We've done about twenty minutes of nothing about the movie yet, so may as uh, well just
0: jump in. That was all quality content.
1: i <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> not denying it. <laughs> yes, it was.
0: <laughs> um so we'll start from the top. I'm happy to take take run on this one, but please for the love of God jump in. I'm I am i I'm unfortunately not a Batman Begins encyclopedia of um of events. But we do <laughs> s- we do start off with modern day Bruce Wayne, who's Effectively gotten himself arrested. He's in some Asian country. I can't remember top of my head where he was specifically. Could have been Thailand. Hong Kong is not? No,
1: wait, that's the second
0: one. Yeah, Hong Kong is definitely in the second one. This is um,
1: this yeah. is still
0: pre-Batman, but he's an adult. So
1: he's yeah.
0: gone and got arrested. He's trying to like learn what criminals do and how they think and all that. He gets picked up by Liam Neeson's character, who we later at the very end sort of find out is the... The Batman comic villain, um, oh god, is either Raz Al Ghul or Raish Al Ghul. It depends. On, al- yeah, it depends. Ra's al Ghul. I, I say Raz, but some people yeah. say Raish, like it's like Ray Fine's name or Rafe Ralph Fiennes or whatever the hell. Like his name is just whatever he wants it to be on the day. Uh-huh. Um, Again, finesse. Yeah. Ray finesse. It's all about that delicious finesse. Um, so he is the—he's pretending to be, I guess, the leader of the League of Shadows, which is this assassins guild, mm-hmm. effectively. Um, and the original Razal Raza Ghul or whatever is actually played by um, Ken Watanabe, the um, the old Asian guy. Yeah. Girl. So well, another regular from Nolan films. So he's the um, the big businessman who's helping at Cobb in Inception. You know him from the "Let mm-hmm. Them Fight" guy from Godzilla. A Fucking good actor as well. Uh, actually, Rodanabe yeah. <laughs> is so good. Um, not not in this film. In this film, he barely does. He barely does bloody anything. He just sits there and strokes his beard. But that's, <laughs> um, almost a waste <laughs> of him, <it, Gen>. actually. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it gets to the point where, um, as part of his training, he finds out that the, the League is planning to go to Gotham and fuck it up. And he's not—he's not, you know, keen to do that. Also, as part of his initiation, they want him to kill uh, a criminal. Batman famously does not like to kill. He has a, a big old no-kill code, at least in these films. You tell that to DC. <laughs> <was about> to, <laughs> yep. At least in these non-Ben Affleck films, or the, no, I should say, non-Zack Snyder films. Um, so, he's yeah. not keen to do that. So he goes rogue and you know returns home. So, the film kind of jumps around a lot, though, because it wants to go back to when he was a kid. Yeah, especially
1: in, like, the first kind of 40 minutes or so, which I think might, maybe might be why I don't come back to this one as much, because I really don't like that, like, jumpy back and forth storytelling.
0: Yeah. I don't mind the style so much. Unfortunately, the detriment is everyone everyone, they know how Spider-Man becomes, became Spider-Man, and they know how Batman became Batman. Mm. And even if they're doing a really good yeah. retelling here, and this is one of the better on-screen versions, and I guess for the time, mm. this one wasn't so bad I, in theory, because I think the last time we really had an on-screen one was a couple of flashbacks of Michael Keaton's. So it wasn't so bad. Yeah. But coming as a, like a, a modern audience member, like, one, yeah, we're spending time telling a story, we know the story. So we just want to move on and tell this wonderful Scarecrow story or whatever. But, um yeah. Yeah. Which is like another a good thing that Spider the new Spider-Man films did. They haven't even really mentioned how Peter got his powers because, yeah, you got big. Yeah, everybody know, knows. Bit. Yeah, cool.
1: So, I recently watched Into the Spider-Verse and I really enjoyed how they did it. Mm.
0: Yeah. That movie's so good. We can add that to the list too if you guys like, want. We've got time. I like, guess yeah, it's a bloody yeah, good that, one too. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they did a really good retelling as well. And I will say, even, I'm going to shit on the Zack Snyder films a lot, but when they did <laughs> Batman v Superman, and they, they retold the Batman origin, but it was like a music video, and it took about three minutes.
1: Yeah, I kind of didn't mind that, because it was just nice, done, out of the way, quick, it looks nice, didn't have to dwell on it. Yeah, like, I guess they felt obliged that it had to be in there, but at least they made it like quick and painless
0: yeah exactly and i'll say that once again i think that's actually a really good te- a way of telling it as well but by that point mm. i'm also like god i fucking know it let's go come on <laughs> but it, it's, yeah. it's hard when you're still presenting something that's high in quality really great mm. but it's not engaging because it's a it's very spoiled and that was the yeah the downside here as well like yeah okay we get it but sure anyway it's fine um this film does its thing. It actually goes into a, a lot more in depth about Bruce's relationship with his, with his father in particular as well. That's a good touch. Um,
1: yeah. It's a lot more like a lot more Thomas Wayne than you normally see on screen.
0: Yeah. I think the next time we really get anything of him is in Joker, isn't he? Cause he's Thomas Wayne's running for mayor yeah, or something. It. And that's a very different mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne, mind you, than the one that we have today. Um, yeah. But, so, yeah, we flash back. I'm going to skip the parts where we really do flashback. You get it. He goes back, he sees bats, whatever, who cares. Um, so, <laughs> But he does come back originally because the person that killed his parents is on trial. And this is weird because we, we're in the mountains already, but I think then we flash back to a slightly earlier Bruce Wayne because he's an adult still, but he hasn't yet made the decision to leave to go to to do the Batman thing effectively. So we flash Mm -hmm. back and it turns out he was there for the trial and he was planning on assassinating the man that killed his parents, but he doesn't actually get to do it because somebody else decides to kill him. Someone else does, yeah. And I kind of like this touch that we show him at such a low point. As a a fan, like I said, there's this no-kill policy. I know where the character is going, but seeing them kind of walk the tightrope of oh which way are they going to yeah. go is interesting it's it's showing a flawed subject as our hero and not your atypical captain america i'm the perfect human being sort of thing and i thought that was a good touch
1: yeah definitely i like that as well
0: um so he decides to go he electively goes missing for 7 years i think it is that's that's when he then mm-hmm. properly goes to asia does his thing ends up with the league of shadows he you know yep. leaves them, comes home. Alfred's there. Michael Caine, what a what a guy! So good in these films oh, as well. So good,
1: <laughs> so so good. And like no one in any of like the previous like especially film adaptions, really ever brought like any emotional depth to Alfred, but like yep. Michael Caine's just so so good.
0: You order noise. Know I, I really oh, yeah. freaking liked uh, Jeremy Irons' one from the Batman v Superman movie. Yeah, because he's yeah, a that one's sassy bad. bitch. I fucking loved it. But yeah. <laughs> but the everything of Re- I've said it before, Ben Affleck was a great Batman. Jeremy Irons Mm. was a great Alfred. The movie was just not good, (laughs) which is such a fucking (laughs) tragedy because I'm like, I'm enjoying everything you're doing apart from the guns. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so- I, oh, and bloody um, Gary Oldman as well as Commissioner Gordon. Got a, I mean he'll pop up. He popped up when Bruce was a kid during the flashback, but um, he's not Commissioner yeah. Gordon yet. He's just a detective, I believe, to start off with the film because he he gets promoted yeah. during this film, I think, and then once again during the next film. Um, yeah, I think so. Or maybe he gets promoted twice next film because he, he he goes for two promotions between becoming now and Commissioner. I just can't remember if it was one in this film or one of the uh, two in the next one. Because he definitely does get one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Yeah, he's a just a
1: sucks.
0: sergeant here. So, oh, sergeant? Cool. Um, yeah. Oh no, he does get promoted because he has his own squad at the beginning of next film. That's right, because Dent's telling him how much he doesn't trust Gordon's team. So he does get promoted in this one. Yeah, squad. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, Bruce, it's
1: right at the end, I'm pretty sure he gets, he gets lieutenant.
0: Yeah, I think because after the whole nightmare bullshit. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... Bruce is back. He tells Alfred what he wants to do. I want to become a Batman, I guess. That's fine. Let's go order 10,000 masks. I really enjoyed how Mm -hmm. they tried to legitimize him actually, even just the the extent of making the purchases that would be required to have the equipment, but also you don't want the FBI knocking on your door.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And what I want to alert suspicion.
0: Yeah. And that's great stuff. Like, uh, not to throw a direct comparison, but with Iron Man, he makes his own shit and he's completely outed as a character. So you don't have to ask these questions. But as a character that is acting in secret in such a realistically portrayed world, how, yeah, where did you get a Batman mask? And like, this is 2005. <laughs> 3D printing wasn't as big as it is now. It's still, it's bigger now. But even then, it's not like every house has a 3D printer. You'd be fucking lucky if anyone yeah. in my suburb has a 3D printer, let alone, you know, the next three. Um, yeah. So they they go through and do all that. Um, Wayne decides to rejoin Wayne Enterprises, and he sneaks into the research mm-hmm. and development department, and we meet uh, Lucius Fox, played by Morgan Freeman, and oh, there's so many good actors in these bloody films. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. And that's effectively Lucius is his cue. He's his gadgets man. Um, so you know, they sort of get him on yeah. board. And parallel to Bruce setting himself up, because his main objective, apart from just cleaning up Gotham, is he wants to take down the the Falcone uh, crime family. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Which is, he, I think he holds them as partially responsible for his parents' death, but also they're just the biggest crime family there. So he kind of just sees like, well, that's the bad guys, right? We don't, because there are no supervillains. Um, yeah. But sideways to all of this, we've got... Um, oh, what's that weedy boy? Is it Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy? Yes. Yeah, that's them. Which Do we not know which one it is? Is it Cillian or Killian? Uh, I feel
1: like yep. it's Cillian because it's with
0: a C. Yeah, which is what I thought as well. But then I remember being, I think I was called out on it. Oh, who knows? We've got the guy from 28 Days Later <laughs> who's a really good actor John, and once again, Jonathan another really
1: That's Gary
0: Yes, there we go. Um, so he is effectively he's the Batman villain the Scarecrow whose whole thing is he's a psychiatrist who's developed a toxin that makes people see their greatest fears and he drives them insane with it Mm -hmm. he has been running some drugs into Gotham with the assistance of Falcone but we find out he's actually been working for the League of Shadows which is now being Mm helmed fully by Liam Neeson's character as part of their plan to destroy Gotham which we alluded to in the first half of the film so jumping ahead effectively it's a detective story batman's tracking down one villain and tracking down one shipment and in the background there's another villain working for a different villain doing stuff parallel to them and that's i I mean that's a very vague way of going into it but it's also an almost almost three hour movie (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um but throughout the entire thing we see that yeah the entire city is filthy um the district attorney that will later on in the next film get replaced with Harvey Dent gets shot because he decided you know, by cops because he was, you know, going through one of Falcone's shipments and stuff. Like all the cops are just mm-hmm. the worst sort of people in this in these films. Um What's not, next? Not the worst. What's that? Not the worst, but pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, not not good. And they're they're shown to be pretty bad next film, too, actually. The cops get a pretty bad break in these films. Um, <laughs> so, oh, God, I've lost my possible train of thought. What happens after that? So, we work out, yeah, the Scarecrow's working with the League of Shadows. He's pretty much found mm. a machine. He's put, been putting his fear toxin into the water. They've got a, a machine that yeah. turns the water into mist. When it goes into mist, everyone will inhale it and go crazy at once. So, their plan to... Yeah fix Gotham is to have everyone kill each other effectively
1: basically turn it into chaos
0: <laughs> yep which is That will
1: tear itself apart from the inside out
0: perfect which is the ultimate lazy man's oh, pathway drive <laughs> I don't get that reference what is that oh, it's a band it's a right?
1: we'll, we'll tell you when you're older
0: yeah I'm not allowed yeah. to listen to that the music <laughs> yeah there's too many swears in it um <laughs> alright yeah So, yeah, I mean, jumping ahead a bit, but yeah, we come to the confrontation between Batman and Scarecrow. They actually have a couple of run-ins as well. So it's really interesting because we get to see Batman Mm. seeing his greatest fear. Well, sorry, it's not even really your greatest fear. It's just seeing your ape something terrifying and then vice Mm. versa. I want to posit a question. I I threw this out to my wife when watching this film. Jonathan Crane has made the fear toxin, right? That's his baby. He loves it. It's his bag, whatever. Mm -hmm. When he gets Mm -hmm. sprayed with it, and he sees like goo gooey oozing face batman that terrifies him why yeah. why is he why is he scared doesn't he shouldn't he just be like oh i'm imagining it because of the toxin like shouldn't he know like he's re- when he gets He think so right yeah but I, was- I mean at
1: the same time like <laughs> when when that happens like he is still being accosted by the real batman yeah
0: yeah. Oh, by the way, Killian, I was on, I'm on IMDb and it says it's pronounced with a, with a, with a hard K. Ah. Oh, I was right to be skeptical. I don't believe it. Yeah. I mean, any, anyone can edit this. It literally might be, it might be fake. <laughs> yeah. um, I only say this. Scarecrow's a really good villain though. I
1: really enjoy him in, the, in this movie. It'd be good. I would definitely watch like a Scarecrow, like origin movie. I think that'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. It was really, really done well. Cause they movie. don't, cause the,
1: yeah, and they don't really cover like a lot of um, kind of, you know, how he got to where he is or anything like that. I think that'd be super interesting. Obviously, the time for it has passed now. but
0: Well, at the beginning of the film, thing. when Batman was with the League of Shadows training and he finds that, uh, that flower for him and then they drug him with the flower and he sees bats... Is that meant to be? I think that's actually quite clever. I think it's meant to be our, our kind of hint between, hey, a flower caused him to see things and hallucinate and freak out, and then we see the scarecrow do the same thing with a gas. And I think that's meant to be this wonderful link between yeah. the two characters that we just—you can brush yeah, over. I because it would be. Yeah. yeah. So I do suspect. I mean, that.
1: admittedly, that I did deduce that this time watching it, but I've never noticed it any other time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. But it's just good. I mean, that's not. It's not. It doesn't leave a plot hole if you don't see it. But if you do see it, I think it's kind of nice because he's like, oh, okay. Like, it it is all spelt out to you, but you just don't have the pieces to begin with. Um, Yeah. Right. So, oh my God, I only raised the. Shouldn't he be aware of the poison thing? So, I was involved in doing a mental health first aid course uh, through work. Oh yeah. And apart from what I think, I honestly think it was kind of a waste of time. But that was more on the the actual course itself felt very, very basic and generic. But we watched a, mm. a video in which they had interviewed three or four people, top of my head, can't remember, but three or four people who are diagnosed schizophrenics. And th- mm-hmm. they vastly different symptoms between them um, from how they're, because they would have hallucinations and or hear voices. And it would always, right. it was always very different for real. And some people would see things, some people would just hear things, some people would, they'd be both, but whatever. And one of them brought up the point saying, I could always tell I was having an episode because I would literally see a tiny green man, like a little green alien, you know, in my house that would be talking to me. And she's saying like, I, it would be so real. Like it would be, it was exactly like it was in the room with me. It, I, it looked, you know, picture perfect, all that all the sounds made sense everything but i knew it wasn't real because of course there's not a little green alien in my house but it was so real like you couldn't tell the difference but they had they were able to say like i can see i can see that flower in front of me i know that it's there i can touch it all that but also have the second part of their mind to be like but i also know that there is no flower there so they could kind of mm-hmm. differentiate and to my point of seeing that from Scarecrow, who's developed a fear toxin, who knows it's just going to make you see shit, that you, as a scientist who made it, you know they are not real. Why does he react like it's real? That was my, like, my disconnect. So I was like, you know it's fake. Like, I don't go to a random um, show of the moment. and see a the Suplex moment. and think it's, like, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, well, maybe, like... He
1: got a little spooked. Or like you you drink alcohol and you expect to have um, the side effects. You can't control the side effects. So maybe the chemical, you can't control the side effects of having the psychotic episode or whatever. Yeah, maybe like it's literally like it's a chemical. It's not like it's just his brain doing a thing. It's a chemical in his body making the thing happen
0: yeah and that's that's true because I raised this issue yesterday as well well, sorry the other day because I was saying like when I'm drunk I know I'm drunk other decisions that I might make as well obviously might be influenced because I'm drunk but I at least I can recognize Seb you're drunk you know you're you're laughing a lot you're talking louder than normal etc 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 like I know that I'm at least drunk doesn't mean I will make sober choices though but I can at least recognize (laughs) that it's you know I'm affected but anyway, that's fine. It's not, I wasn't raising it as like a plot hole so much as I just thought it was interesting. And
1: definitely yeah. something you could pick on if you were if you were looking for problems.
0: I just want to pick on this film so bad. No. Um, <laughs> so yeah, fear toxin goes off. Batman, you know, saves the day. He, he he's fighting Liam Neeson on a train. This is. Kind of- <laughs> This is kind of like the biggest Batman cop out in the film with the no kill policy. Um, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah you go, you go, you got it. He he doesn't kill him, but he, he doesn't
1: try to save him. He doesn't try to prevent death. Which.
0: It's a lie by he? omission, is what it is. Um, it's also yeah. like. Like, I mean. That's not okay. Like, if I went to, if I was admitted into hospital and it's because I was having, I'm, I'm sick, and my doctor decides I'm just going to not treat him, even though what he has is very treatable, and then I die, yeah. the doctor could be up for a malpractice suit for not acting or doing their job. Like, yeah. that's still they could be in a lot of trouble for that. It's not a whoopsie-daisy mistakes happen. Like, that's a thing. Um, yeah. Once again, I'm nitpicking. It's fine. I think it's hilarious. I'm like, I'm just going to leave the train now, Zip line by. Like, it's, it's a very funny <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, like, man, the film, everyone's pretty okay, I guess, now. Rachel knows that Bruce is Batman, and we do end with a bit of a tease that the Joker's in town.
1: Yeah. I I do have a sequel bait. Mm.
0: I do have a qualm though.
1: Oh please, with with the Batmobile <laughs> the and him driving on the the roof the roofs of Gotham, and how does it just project like vertically to go? Like I I d I didn't see any like hydraulic boost things or anything. It just kinda of jumps.
0: Well you know what I mean interesting. The I mean I'm I'm not I'm not here to defend this film, but they do say when he first points out the tumbler, the Batmobile, Fox says the idea behind yeah. this was there's meant to be two of them. What it does mm-hmm. is it's meant to jump gorges or canyons or, or you know breaks in the land. in a pair, and between the pair of them bring across some cables so they can make a bridge, and he just said they could never get the bridges to work but this thing does so it's designed to jump chasms and while I agree (laughs) that you don't see it like spring itself up I would assume if it's designed, because it doesn't matter how fast you go, if you're not going up when you leave you're going down the second you do yeah? Like the second you break off exactly, yeah Um, but I would assume, given its what it was its original purpose, that maybe it's meant to bounce or spring or you know, has the bloody jet engine on the back of it. It didn't, I agree. It just kind of <laughs> magic jumped itself up, but I imagine that was the uh, the idea there. And that line was written in specifically to to be like, Yes, it can fly a little bit, <laughs> like I guess. <laughs> mm. Okay. I'll,
1: I'll give you that, but I'm not okay with it.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. Nolan, this is one of the things that I do appreciate about all of his films. He's very good at asking why and how, which, are, I mean, uh, it depends on how much you know, minutiae you want to get into a film, but he won't just be like, yep, Batman wears you know wrist gauntlets. And he'll be like, yeah, but why does he have wrist gauntlets? Why not? And he'll show you, oh, you use them to catch swords, like in the original training with um, Liam Neeson's character. Like, why uh-huh. does Batman do this? Why does he even need a cape? Oh, it's like, oh, you know, because he can use it to glide. How does he use it to glide? Oh, because yeah. his tech does this. He'll answer these little things that are just like gimmies in, in other things. And yeah. I kind of appreciate it because it's always going to be plot holes, especially when you're telling, like, this is as real as it is. It's fantasy bullshit. Um, yeah. But- He'll try to answer uh, wait, 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 as many wh- as possible. The- <laughs> also,
1: the microwave thingy that's making the water vaporize <laughs> yeah. when they're on the when they're on the cargo ship, and it's vaporizing all the water in the pipes, but not the water the boat is on,
0: or the ninety uh, percent or whatever it is water in the people.
1: Yeah, yeah, that too. too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, yeah.
0: You're not wrong,
1: <laughs> and and wh- where's it getting its power from? Like, when is it tech. just like a giant battery?
0: <laughs> it's it's wired into the mains, Alex. Right. God, if this film could On be prevented by pulling out an extension cord, <laughs> it's a really big cord, though. Um,
1: uh, yeah. Any other points? But I mean, like, Um, I still enjoyed uh, the techie sort of aspect.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely as well. Uh, yeah, it's all very meticulously put together, which is, like I said, one of the reasons I do appreciate it because I do feel like in like the the, the Snyder films, a lot of his things were let's do this because it will look cool or let's do this because why not, whereas then that leaves yeah. holes and there's a time and a place. Like I'm, I don't want to say hard fast Nolan's way is the best way. It's a def, it's definitely you know an effective way. We can't argue that, but I, I can't say it's the only way but true. you, you can't feel a huge difference between people that ask how why when, when making things as opposed to eh, you know because it's in, because it's in the comic true yeah anything else guys before we get into verdicts any any scenes in particular you want to talk about or anything like that um i don't know we've
1: pretty much covered like all of it like it is a pretty long movie so I've definitely hit just you know the, the cliff notes but yeah, I think it's cool. It's a very, very, um like very interesting story as well. Like I like I said, I think the scarecrow probably goes like underrated as a character. So having the yeah. um the hallucigen side of things I think is really, really interesting. I think it's a good way to start too. Like I'm glad they started with that instead of just jumping straight into, you know, like a bigger character like you know, the Joker or Bane that come afterwards. Like that was a, a really good choice. Who's another big Batman villain that we haven't like kind of had oh Riddler uh, that Riddler been... Penguin. I guess to have the Penguin on the Gotham TV show. Same with Riddler too. But in film, it'd be like yeah, probably Riddler Penguin. They, I guess um... you could do Mister Freeze if you really wanted to. But who can um yeah, who can updo you know Arnold Schwarzenegger's performance? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to see that tainted. There was
0: originally <laughs> talks about doing Riddler for number three, but. The, the reason that it was cited that they didn't do Riddler yeah. is because they thought story-wise what he does and how they would make him more real, he was going to be way too close to the Joker with all the social yeah, tests that. and all that that he does in that one. So they, they didn't <laughs> do that. Um, obviously, they went with Bane, and we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. Um, but that was, that was the original thought for Riddler because I think Nolan was more interested in the psychological villains rather than just the physical ones. Yeah, um,
1: it certainly seems that way.
0: But, then, mm, they, hey, they but put, then we got Bane. But they did Bane, the smart Bane from the comics, and not the dumb Bane from the movies. So it wasn't... like Because he yeah, like had yeah, a fucking true. ridiculous plan. Um, and that, for the record I as well, I do believe that um, Batman, certain Dark Knight Rises, or whatever it was meant to be called, was originally meant to have the Joker in it as well um, in parts. But that obviously uh, got true. derailed. So... When watching it and seeing all the things that Bane does, it's all very mil- mil- militaristically toned, but it, also some of that stuff looks like the Joker could have done it too. So it's really interesting watching right. and trying to work out what was in the original script and what was in the rewrites. Um, mm.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to know what they'd originally planned with Joker's
0: involvement. There was meant to be a scene where he was locked up in Arkham. Everyone was released, and but he was stuck right. there. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Um, but obviously, yeah, they didn't do that, and that's fair. Like, You don't need to do that. Um, yeah. But, they I mean, they were with Razal al Ghul in this one. You got Talia al Ghul in the, um, in the third one. So they were using a lot of, I guess, for mainstream audiences. Like, Razal al Ghul's fucking been in the comics forever. But they were using a lot of, yeah. like, the low-key villains. Um, yeah, definitely. Which is nice. Well, I mean, have, do we have any Batman villains in any of the Batman films yet? No, because it was all... Justice League was the big bad dude, and Batman v Superman it was Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah so we haven't had any actual yeah. proper on-screen Batman villains. Oh. oh, sorry. Well, we had Joker, but that's what
1: mean. about Jared Letters? Joker,
0: mate? I just forget completely. Forgot it was <laughs> a thing, and I was happy for a moment in my life. <laughs> All right. uh, have
1: they revealed who yeah. the villain is in this new one?
0: Um, I can look up if they have, but I do know that they were looking at doing um, like a mixture. From what I've heard, their story is looking at referencing heavily the um, the Arkham stories. Um, hmm. oh, that would be cool. Because I I thought they had cast Colin Farrell has been cast as Oswald Cobblepot slash the Penguin. Oh, okay. Um, right. Zoe yeah. Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman. Someone called right. Paul look. Paul Dano right. or Paul Dano. I'm just going to check what he's been in, but he's been cast as the Riddler. Um, oh, cool. I don't recognize any. He's from Swiss Army Man, but I didn't see that. He's from Looper. Daniel Radcliffe, um, Not Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> um, that's oh okay, but that's really weird because Morgan Freeman's been cast as Lucius Fox. That maybe this isn't right. Oh I'm reading the wrong film. Bear with me, sorry. Oh. No, no, ignore that. Ignore that. I slipped <laughs> I slipped across pages when I went to look at the other one and I was like, what are they doing? Um Alfred is being played by Andy Circus. Oh, wow. Okay. Um <laughs> sorry, I'm just going through and seeing if there's any <laughs> other major casting notes there. Gordon is being played by Jeffrey Wright. Filthy little <laughs> Oh, Jeffrey Wright, who plays my favorite guy, Felix Leiter, in the 007 films. Oh, uh, yeah. He's playing Gordon in the new one. That's really cool. Oh, okay. I like that. Ooh. I'll say that. And of course, yeah, obviously, Robin, Robert Patterson, we all know, is Batman. So. Yeah. But John is in it as that. Carmine Falcone. <laughs> That's huh. great. This is, this film sounds awesome already and nothing's been done. I love it. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, yeah, I'm on board. Sweet. All right, well, we'll move to verdicts then unless anyone has any other scenes they want to talk about in particular? Nah, let's do it. Nah, not yet. All right, well, here we good. go. You've heard the good, you've heard the bad, a lot of opinions, a couple facts, it's verdict time. Oh, I'm going to say yeah. Love it. I reckon yes. <laughs> what do you... Yeah. Um, no, it's 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 definitely a good one. It's unfortunately all three of these films have this one problem that they are not not very heavy viewing, but they are heavy viewing somewhat. So it's it is hard for me personally to go back to them in high frequency. Once every couple of years is definitely okay, but even even once a year for me is really pushing it for these. But I'll tell you, I do yeah. you know, every now and then I get a mood where I'm like, I just want to watch the Batman trilogy, and so that does happen. And every time I go back to them, I'm not really disappointed. So yeah, thumbs up from me. Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, do you agree? Sorry, you go. No, no, I was just, yeah, definitely agree with with that one. Like I said, I like go back to them pretty regularly because I think, like I said, all three of them are really, really, really good. Um, Like, definitely like the first time that anyone's probably got like Batman and Bruce Wayne like perfect in a film. Like the way that it's all, especially in like a, you know, like a live action film anyway, like there's some of the animated ones that they did really, really well as well. And like, you know, Burton and Schumacher's stuff was fun, but this is like just absolutely like nailed it. Agreed.
0: 100%.
1: From memory, like growing up, I really liked those like wacky, high, um, like fantasy Batmans. And then when these came out, I was like blown away by the realism of it. And yeah, like I I probably wouldn't watch it super regularly. Like maybe, like said, maybe once a a year, if that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a high recommend for me. For sure.
0: Yeah. And further on Jordan's point, I will say that they definitely got Bruce Wayne really right in this entire trilogy. Like he was obviously all, in the other films, but the, there was so much more focus on just him being Batman. And honestly, the love story between yeah. him and Carly Minogue or whatever, or Nicole Kidman, or whoever it was, I don't really give a fuck about those mm-hmm. in the in the other ones. For this, it, yeah. yeah, his actual personal life was also very intriguing. And a lot of that should go to the writer yeah. and the directing, but also to Bale himself. He was just great. So yeah, big Yeah, that's up. what
1: I was going to say. Like the, the writing and the storytelling, like, Habit so that you almost care more about like seeing what's going on with you know Bruce and Alfred than you do about seeing the actual
0: Batman content. Which reminds me, I've, have you guys ever played the Batman Telltale games? No, I didn't mm-hmm. care, had I So Telltale, if you're not familiar with them, they I guess they really came to the front light with their Walking Dead series. They did a, a story that was parallel to the main story from the Walking Dead comics slash the TV show. So you with completely random <laughs> characters and you go through, and it's one of those your choice matters games. Do you go left? Do you go right? Right. As basic as that. But also, you know, do you want to raid this house for food? Or do you want to, you know, stay where you are? Your friends are being attacked. Do you go save this person or that person? Big choice games, yeah? Um, Mm -hmm. And anyway, they did a Batman one that went for two seasons. And... They're great. And unfortunately, the company went under and now they've been picked up by another one and there's no idea as to whether or not there'll be a third season. But the games do something that's really nice of you play as Bruce Wayne and you play as Batman, but you're always after the (coughs) same end goal, obviously. But you can literally use the fact that Bruce Wayne's this famous billionaire to try and get into like certain social circles to right. set up things so the better you do as Bruce Wayne the better time you have as Batman and it will literally be like I need to uh. get a computer chip for example something stupid like that and it will come up saying yeah. are you going to do it as Batman or Bruce and you just pick and then you're like cool I'm going to go Bruce because I'd rather oh, cool. talk it through in social circumstances and a bit of you know being a bit of a sleuth rather than bust in mm. at night and you know try and break in the hard way but it's your choice there is no wrong one the story will always continue in some way but they do that and season two was all about the joker but you he's like pre-joker joker Joker, and you find him and you have a chance to actually get him on a better path and you can even side with him in the end when he does come full joker if you've kind of kept him good enough that he'll like listen to bruce and batman or you can treat him like when you meet him like you know who he's going to be and you can treat him that way and when he turns into the joker you've got the joker now you're dealing with that shit like it it was very clever, and I'm disappointed there won't be a third season. But I do recommend season one ends ends completely. Season two does end completely, but it does have a bit of a cliffhanger, which would have been a nice lead-in for three. But if you've got time, they're pretty cheap on Steam. Give them a go. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, they sound fun. I think each game, so the season one and season two, and I think they break into five chapters. So you'll see ten chapters or something all up. But there's season one, season two. But yeah, well. We will be back on Wednesday with the Variety Hour and then on Monday, continuing on with the Dark Knight. Sound good? Yeah. Well, let's go with it. All right. Well, let's hit the socials up and we can get out of here. All
1: right. Um, Facebook.com slash second take. It's been
0: a while, guys. I was, for some reason, in my mind, at your house, you've got, like, a big, like, uh, one of those cork boards that just has, like, the, in the dead center, Facebook.com slash question mark. You're still trying to work it out.
1: I've got a lot, the the string going, like, all over the room. Like, it could be.
0: (laughs) You're you're literally ducking under it to come in. It's, like, laser grid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I'm not I won't completely deny it, but I'm yep. also not going to uh <laughs> Perfect. Um what else we got? Uh further to the left on Alex's Corkboard, you can find us on Twitter at <laughs> second take TNC.
0: Sweet. Um I think it's Instagram.com Is that right? Dot. wait, Instagram.com sure. slash second yeah. take? I think that's right. I, I mean know.
1: if if you if you're using the the browser-based version of Instagram,
0: sure. Yeah, that's the one. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and, guys, where do we find your personal Twitters, Alex?
1: Um, uh, look, I don't use it. So.
0: It's in the show notes for Alex. What about you, Jordan?
1: Uh, you can hit me up at JordanMSTP. Plenty of uh, fire hot takes on the timeline.
0: Yeah. And you can jump on mine, Bastion underscore James. Uh, we do a website, secondtakepodcast.com. You can find every everything we've ever done ever. Um, send us an email at secondtakepodcast um, at gmail.com. And we do have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash secondtake. We'll be back on, yeah, Thank you. on Wednesday with the Variety Hour. And Alex, what do we say whenever we end a show? I can't remember. I love you. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Cubby Cubby, and Yugara people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.